Hey, good morning or good afternoon whenever you're listening to this podcast. It's Andrea Gribble with Mastering Social Media for Schools. And today we are going to be diving into some back to school communication tips. Uh, actually, a, a short checklist of about 15 things that you can talk about with your staff to get them involved in the social media process. You can't do this job alone. You can't celebrate all of the great things happening. And I know that things don't look like they normally do. Um, there, There is no such thing as normal anymore. And so I know we're dealing with a lot as we go into this new 2020-2021 school year. But one thing has not changed. Your school's commitment to students, to student learning, the growth, the innovation, the grit that these kids have built up, we need to celebrate. And the only way for you to properly do that on your social media channels is to get your your staff buy-in and help you find those stories, take those photos, and get those out there. So this is a quick uh, checklist for preparing for a little kickoff presentation with your staff actually have a blog that accompanies it there in the show notes for you but let's get to it i'm andrea gribble a wisconsin mom who got laid off from her corporate career and jumped into entrepreneurship not knowing exactly where that road might lead i'm a natural born cheerleader who discovered a way to cheer on schools through the power of social media turns out social media isn't easy I had to figure out what I was doing, and now I'm here to teach you everything I've learned. The Mastering Social Media for Schools podcast gives you simple, actionable strategies to celebrate your students and connect your communities through the power of social media. Join me as I pick the brains of experts across the country to bring you the best tips and tricks to make your school social media shine. Hey, since we're talking about staff involvement today, I thought it was appropriate that today's K-12 PR tip is all about tips on getting better photos from your staff. Yes, sometimes it's like, hey, could you like not be moving while you take the photo or getting high, high enough quality pictures, right? It's important. And so we actually have a free download in the show notes of 10 tips for better photos that you can email out easily to your staff. I just, and it's, it's 10 tips, but I'm going to share my best three. First of all, zoom with your feet, not your camera. Okay. Uh, using the zoom feature, you can use it on your phone, but it's going to impact the quality. So make sure people zoom with their feet and not the camera. Um, also remind people that student faces really grab the most attention on social media. So smaller groups of kids, which may have to happen anyways um, this school year because of social distancing, but those really do well on social media. So fewer kids in the photos um, really close up will be helpful. And then, you know, um, just always submit the highest resolution possible. So they usually get a choice. Like on my iPhone, I can send an email with a photo, small, medium, large, or the regular size. Have them send the regular size. Now there's other tips there on getting great photos. You can download that in the show notes. But now let's get to the podcast where we're going to talk all about back to school checklist uh, for getting your staff involved. 
Hey there, it's Andrea, and you are joining another solo episode where I'm going to be sharing some back-to-school tips in regards to celebrating the great things happening in your schools on social media. So we do this every year with the schools that we do full management for. We do a little back-to-school like reminder of celebrating the great things. And if you are doing social media at your school, there's never a time where people are more excited about, you know, going back to school as the beginning of the school year, right? Of getting excited. Now, we are in the summer of 2020, and I know there are a lot of unknowns of what school is going to look like. There are a lot of things to to work through in regards to changing up learning plans, and you're you're still going through all of those things. And I don't have answers for all of that, but I do know this, that even though so much has changed over the last four, five, six months, the one thing that hasn't changed is that there's great things happening in your school district. There are amazing stories to be told. And the only way to really do that effectively is to involve your staff. So today I'm going to walk you through a checklist of things that you should cover um, ideally in person or over video, however you're doing your back to school communication. And you can do it in less than 15 minutes of time. So uh, talking to your administrative team and just saying, hey, we need to spend 15 minutes talking about the importance of social media and how everybody can help tell our story um, and get that on the agenda. And whether, again, that's in person or on video, I don't know what it's going to look like, but you do need to get them involved in your process, get them excited about telling that story. And again, you can't do it yourself because you saw last year what happened when all of a sudden learning was happening at home. You can't be the one that takes every photograph and uh, shares every picture um, directly. It, you have to get an army of people to help you. And so this checklist, I actually just wrote a blog about it and I'll link that in the show notes. Um, and so you can kind of refer back to it. But this is a perfect checklist to go through and say, hey, I'm going to prepare some slides. I'm going to get some dialogue ready. We're really going to get staff excited about celebrating the great things happening. So first of all, you should start by saying, hey, social media is a really powerful way to reach your community, our community, right? So start by sharing a few statistics that show the reach you got, like with a Facebook post or an Instagram, you know, photo or image. Um, you can also include a few positive comments that have popped up on your posts that actually recognize your staff members. So you got to create that buy-in, right? That belief that social media is worth the time and effort. Will you do that by showing them the impact it's had? Take a screenshot of that amazing picture, right, of the at-home learning that was happening. Um, and, oh, my gosh, this reached 5,000 people in our little community. And these people took the time to say, I've been so impressed with, you know, Mrs. Baker and how she's connecting with, you know, my child, even though we're not in school or whatever it might be. But take a minute to say, hey, social media is powerful. Here's some examples of how and show them those pictures because they don't get to see the stats that you get to see all the time. Okay. So that's a great way to start. 
Now, you also want to make sure you share your social media URLs, right? Um, share your, your Facebook and your Twitter and your Instagram. I say, hey, get your phone out right now and actually make sure you're following us, right? Because we want you to be part of our audience. You're, you will enjoy seeing all of the amazing posts. And so um, just make sure that they can follow, they can interact. Um, you know, even when they make comments, we've got a lot of uh, staff members that make routine comments, your community sees that, right? They see that interaction and that is really powerful. So make sure you share that. All right. How about reminding staff the method they should use to submit content for social media? So that includes photos, videos, and a brief description. Now, the method we use, you guys, is we set up an email address, social media at newauburn.k12.wi.us or whatever your school.org is, just social media at, and we set up a separate email address, all right? And we ask staff to only submit content that way because if you're receiving information as the account manager through text messages, through Facebook direct messages or Twitter DMs or Instagram DMs or, you know, your personal email address, it all gets jumbled up and it makes it so easy to miss something. So set up a separate email address and then ask your staff and remind them, hey, I love you. I do want to make this easy, but texting is not the best way. Just email it in. And actually, we tell them, grab your grab your phone right now and send a test message to that email address. And then you'll already have it in your phone. So when you take that photo, you're going to just type in SOC. That email address is going to pop up. And that's really powerful. So remind them of the method. Maybe you have a form that you want them to submit, okay? Maybe you have a little bit different method, um, but just remind them. And remember, if you have two or three methods, um, that causes confusion. So make it simple. Give them one, one specific method and hold them accountable to that, okay? All right. Now, while talking to them, yes, have them send a test email. Um, what I also recommend is you may want to, especially if we're in person, right, print out a prompt that they can place on their desk that'll actually remind them. So in the um, blog article that I wrote, there's a great example from Forest Lake School District where it said, hey, send us your photos, send them to this email address and include this information. Today we are learning blank by doing blank. It's simple, right? You're kind of giving them that mad libs, like fill in the blank. The easier you make it, the more participants you are going to get. All right. And again, we ask our staff members, hey, send in one to two things a month to that email address. And then guess what? We're going to be able to celebrate all of the amazing things happening. You won't feel like you're missing something because everybody has the um, ability to submit. Um, so that's that's awesome. And that is that next bullet point that I'm going down is, is challenge them to give you one to two, um, submissions each month. Um, you know, you're going to get your groups, you're going to get your activities, all of that. Um, you also are going to have to remind them that not all photos are created equal. So you really need to point out to your staff members, um, email the best photo quality possible. So that means on their phone, um, sometimes it asks like small, medium, large, or the regular size. You want them to email you the regular size and then with a short description. Now, if they went on some kind of a 
at a special event in the classroom or something and they've got like 400 pictures, you got to make sure don't send me 400 pictures. All right. You need to pick the best four, five, six pictures and send those to you instead of you trying to go through and pick. Um, again, the better rules that you start, uh, set out at the beginning of the year, the more effective you're going to be throughout the year of, of really being able to make this job manageable around all your other responsibilities. Now, you also may want to show good pictures versus bad pictures. So I actually have a free download also in the show notes of 10 tips to better for better photos. And it's a sheet that you can actually give to staff members or email it out to them. It's a PDF version. Um, the number one is zoom with your feet. So don't zoom with your camera um, because that can make it pixelated, but actually get close. Uh, and in the blog article, I kind of have a nice example there that you can feel free. Um, it's like all ceiling and all desks with the kids really little versus one that's really close up. And so uh, sharing just a few tips of what good photos are, again, will help you. Um, you're going to have to remind your staff, know who may not be photographed. So at the start of the year, there's likely a new like opt out form. Hopefully you do opt out, not opt in because it's a little bit more manageable to just manage the opt out families. Um, but you got to remind staff that, hey, know who in your class can't be photographed and don't send in pictures of those kids. OK, you can do a double check. But if you have a really big school, it's going to be really hard for you to identify who can and can't be pictured. Put some responsibility on the staff member that's sending in the photo and just make sure they avoid sending in photos of those students. Remember, we manage social media for for over 90 schools across the country. We're not going to know, um, you know, little Joey in the first grade classroom in one of our schools that we serve in Indiana. So we have to just tell the staff, hey, you have to know who, who can and can't be pictured. Um, if your staff members have their own Facebook page or Twitter account, that's awesome. We love it when people celebrate the great things that are happening um, in their classrooms, out of their classroom, all of that. But for you as managing the district pages, you can't catch and follow every post that everybody is doing throughout your district. Um, it's very unhealthy. You're going to miss something important and you're going to have a lot of things that you're going to be looking at that don't make sense. Like, hey, don't forget our test is tomorrow or something like that. You don't care about those things. So ask your staff to actually use that same email address or the same submission process and send in the URL to the post that they already shared. So they don't actually have to attach pictures and a new description. You, they could just say, hey, I shared this today on my Facebook page and here's the URL. And then you could pull that, pull those photos off of there and then create new posts on the district page. That's going to help um, help you immensely. Also, just remind them if they are using Twitter, or Facebook or Instagram, um, use your district hashtag in the posts. OK, that helps their posts be seen by more people, too. Um, but that district hashtag is, is really important. Um, just assure your staff that you will reply to those email submissions that they provide so they know that you receive the content. But you also need to remind them not, that not everything gets posted the same day. So just because they send you something, they shouldn't expect to see it immediately. Um, the algorithm, you know, you guys are kind of scheduling posts out. You don't want to post 20 things on the first day of school and then nothing for the next three days. So, you know, you are going to schedule some things out. Um, but just explain that. 
and explained that there's, you know, the photos and the videos that go out might go out at different times. It will get posted in a timely manner, but you might have to wait just a little bit. Um, and if it's something is urgent and it's in particular, you know, back to school photos, you're going to kind of want to share those the night of the first day of school. Uh, but other things might be able to wait. So just remind them of that. Um, and one thing that we're taking an approach on this school year specifically, and this may help you, is we don't see a lot of interaction with our posts on the weekends. So we um, we're, we normally just post during the week, Monday through Friday. That's where we see the most interaction. Um, and, and it also gives you a break as the social media manager that you're not having to monitor new posts Again, you should be scheduling posts out. So it's not like you're having to go in and post them on the weekends, but you might be scheduling them out for the weekends. And then you got to kind of look in and see, hey, is somebody asking a question or whatever? Um, we just have started really focusing on the weekdays. Sometimes a Sunday night post as well. Um, if you just have so much content that you have to post some things on the weekend, that's fine. But we're just kind of explaining to our staff, hey, we don't see a lot of interaction. We're going to try to celebrate Monday through Friday. Um, we also want you to really focus on setting good boundaries with the times that you monitor the email address. So we're actually letting our schools know that, hey, we monitor our social media email address during school hours. Right. So Monday through Friday, whatever that might be, 730 to 3:30 or 4. That's when we're kind of watching that email address. If you send in something later or send something in on the weekends, that's fine. But we're going to get back to it the next school day. And that is a good practice for your own mental health. Uh, again, social media can really be overwhelming. And so I think this would be really powerful. But you might have to tell people that. Because they may be at the big game or something and they want something posted right away at nine o'clock at night. Well, you deserve a break. You don't need to be monitoring that email address all the time. You'll get to it the, the following day. Um, many of our schools, they do have urgent posters. So I, I hopefully we get to get back to athletics and celebrating all of those things. But, um, you know, if there's a huge game and you got to get the winner out, well, you know, then somebody's probably going to be on that page at the event and they're going to be able to put that out in real time. But you as the social media manager for the district, you're not at every single event and that's okay. All right. That's fine. Um, since we're contracted with schools um, to manage social media, we do have internal posters. And so that's what I kind of just said. There's there's people that have access to those pages. And then finally, if you have staff that might be interested in doing Facebook Live or Instagram stories or those types of things, um, at that kind of kickoff the year event, hey, you might want to say, hey, if you're interested in being maybe a Facebook Live contributor for your school building, let me know. I'll do a little training. And then you obviously have to let me know when you're planning to go live. But th those can be great ways to engage uh, the community, but it doesn't always have to be you. So if you can uh, entrust um, some different people to help you, it'll be much easier. Um, we actually have another awesome uh, guide to Facebook Live with some little quick tips that you can give the person that's going to go live um, the information to. Um, and that might help. And that's also um, waiting for you in the show notes. Um, finally, just a reminder is that, again, learning might look different. It, 
it likely will. Um, we, we're all adjusting to kind of a, a, a new normal um, in regards to what learning looks like. You're going to want to remind staff when they submit photos that, that, that those photos represent what learning should look like at your school. And this is just an example. Let's just say that in your school, um, the instructors and the paras and everybody, um, the, the teachers are going to wear masks. Uh, maybe the students aren't, but the, the, the teaching staff are. Well, don't submit photos that don't have masks, right, of teachers with masks not on. That would be a direct, like, you know, uh, contradiction of what you said learning was going to look like. So you're going to want to pay special attention. Um, and as we have over the past several months of, you know, social distancing and six foot and, you know, we have dealt with complaints or negative comments where it's like, hey, what's going on? You're not respecting. So you have to be aware of that. Um, and you specifically that are making the posts on the page obviously need to be the most aware, but reminding folks that are submitting content in, the better you explain that at the beginning, the better content you're going to receive and the less back and forth you're going to have to be like, I can't share this picture because you get, you get the drift. Um, so that's kind of my little checklist of what we make sure to cover. Um, I kind of talked for quite a while, but you can do this pretty quickly. All right. Um, some quick reminders. Maybe you end up creating a little, um, you know, email list. I know my friend Tracy Jens actually, you know, she's not going to, I don't know if she's going to be able to talk to everybody, but she actually instead just did a little email blast that's going to go out that says, here's some reminders. That can work, um, especially if you get your main people that are actually reading their emails and kind of consuming those. But I truly, truly think the best way is to get in front of them um, have your leadership, your superintendent, your principals talk about the importance of this. Um, among everything, again, there's a lot of new things coming at staff, but just the more that we can involve the community, get them cheering for us again on what we're doing to help support and nurture and grow our students, getting them back um, hopefully in the classroom um, with some experiences there. They, they, they're craving those positive stories, but you can't do it by yourself. Um, and to get your army, your staff members on board with a short little, let's do this, um, with some of those reminders is, is really, really going to be key. So, um, check out the blog in the show notes. Um, that's just got a reminder of this checklist we just went through, um, make some plans as part of your back to school communication um, events, whether virtual or in person, that uh, you spend the time to share this important tool. Um, and if I miss something, let me know. Um, I'm at Andrea Gribble on Twitter, and you can let me know. And if one of these things was like, oh my gosh, that's so helpful, then I'm going to share that with my staff. I'd love to hear that as well. So good luck. You got this. I know it's not easy easy and you're dealing with so many things. But here on this podcast, we're all about social media for schools. And so if we can help support you, of course, we're going to do it. So until next time, we'll see you later. Well, that's a wrap. Another episode of our podcast. I hope you learned a lot. And if you did, 
you should hit subscribe, right? Have you subscribed to this podcast yet? We come out with new content every single Monday. We're interviewing great guests. We're uncovering great tips that are going to help your school. Hit the subscribe button. And if you haven't left me a review yet, I'd love to hear from you there. So just hit a review. Now in the show notes, you can actually sign up for my newsletter. You guys, socialschoolforedu.com. We've been serving schools since 2014. We just focus on social media. And if you want helpful videos and blog articles and links to other helpful content, you're going to want to be on that free newsletter. So check that out in the show notes and get signed up today. Socialschoolforedu.com is our website. You can check out more of what we offer there. My mission is to help schools celebrate what's going on in their districts with social media. We work with public schools. We work with private schools. We work with charter schools. um, And we share all of our experience through free content and through some paid services, which include a membership program, a webinar pass. Um, We even do full management for schools. We just want to make social media and celebrating schools easier. So you can check out more at our website, socialschoolforedu.com. Until next time, guys, keep telling those stories.